Uh, obviously, uh, on Sunday, you know, came to uh, never an easy decision to make a leadership change, but uh, uh, ultimately uh, did that, as you saw. Uh, we want to pass along our uh, gratitude and uh, appreciation for Coach Scott for what he did while he was here. I think what people need to realize uh, probably more than anything was some things that we didn't have in place before he was here that with uh, his great help uh, helped us uh, you know, lay another foundation for things. When you look at uh, uh, transforming a brand new locker room and indoor performance facility we're moving into this week, uh, uh, really on the mindset of putting uh, student athletes first and, and the care for them, I think we're all important uh, transitions for us and things that we want to keep building on uh, in the future. But uh, but obviously, uh, the un unfortunate part, just that the result's not uh, timing out in the right way in terms of some of the things we're building. And when you uh, uh, look toward the future, it's a very bright one and one that uh, I think a lot of things that Jeff helped uh, pave the way for will uh, be a great benefit who, uh, to uh, whoever comes in here and takes the, takes the, takes the baton from here. Um, we're starting our search uh, now. Um, you know, Part of, uh, as I think you all know from me in the past, it would not be something I would have typically done with a couple weeks left in the season, uh, just kind of a contrary to my nature, but it's adjusting to the reality of, of uh, changes in college sports uh, now. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, transfer portals didn't exist the last time we made a, made a change. Uh, the recruiting uh, season as it is, is is important. and So to have a, a chance to uh, really have an open mind, have a uh, ability to uh, uh, you know, build the right relationships, uh, understand the right relationships with people who are going to be interested in this job are important, um, and that's what we'll do. This is still a highly attractive job. Since we've even announced this, there's uh, dozens and dozens of people who have expressed their interest. Uh, there'll be dozens and dozens more that will in the, in the days ahead, I'm sure. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll take the time to kind of evaluate that list for consideration, whittle it down, and ultimately get to, uh, uh, to the right candidate that we feel is in place to move forward for USF. This is a great job. It will be a great job. I mean, for all the reasons I told you, we're uh, uh, we are making major investments in it that uh, to a level we probably never had before. Uh, again, when you see the reality of that locker room, you see the reality of uh, of the uh, indoor, and then you see the commitment of a multi-million dollar uh, uh, stadium on the horizon. Multi, it'll be a, a great situation and someone that has that kind of shared vision uh, with me. Uh, timeline for me, I think it's, uh, while no hard date absolutely in mind that we have to have it, come, could come sooner than this, but my anticipation would be sometime uh, prior to December 5th is a, obviously a key date in the modern landscape because that's when the uh, transfer portal opens up. Uh, that's when, uh, and then the first signing date is December 21st, so in terms of who we've got, uh, um, you know, already committed at this point that'll be evaluating what happens and obviously uh, for uh, folks that will recruit in the future, that gives us uh, you know time, appropriate time to adjust, uh, which uh, the, making the decision at this point in time gives us that uh, that ability that we uh, wouldn't have had otherwise. Um, I don't anticipate uh, ever commenting on specific uh, people, of course, um, but just know I think the most important thing for us is to have uh, again someone that. that loves the vision of what we're trying to build here, has that kind of appetite that I think in this modern day can relate extremely well to players, uh, has the recruiting ability and proven a recruiting ability to uh, uh, bring people here and be a part of this vision um, and just uh, have that kind of experience. But I think our strategic plan, as you all know, is our first goal is to have a, an elite student athlete experience and having those that have or can generate that type of experience, can attract and retain 
uh, student athletes that uh, want to take USF to the next level is who we're going to be looking for, and we're going to find the right partner to do exactly that. So um, that kind of explains the general profile, uh, that explains the timeline, and uh, with that, I'll, I'll take questions. Mike, what was, obviously you, there was great thought that went into this before you make a decision to, to let our coach go, but when you make that decision, in the back of your mind, you, you must have a short list of, of possible candidates that you would like to see maybe replace or yeah, I don't know a short list of exactly who, but yeah, always people that I, uh, you know, with my background, try to certainly admire coaches uh, all over the country. I've have had good opportunity to meet many of them and, and just to kind of uh, know what's out there. But I, I generally do have a full open mind. There's no direct short list of people that we're just going after. There's just people, obviously, you know, that could be really good possibilities. And then you also know that uh, you're always eager to hear who else has those types of interest as well. And that's what a couple extra days more than what we had the last time allows you to do. Uh, and I think you all know me to be a pretty thoughtful person, but I'll work with the urgency that we need to, and there is urgency. But at the same token, again, trying to uh, uh, understand the, the, the breadth of opportunity, but then also kind of zeroing in to uh, uh, you know, more, more direct pass. And again, the, the clearest focus being on who's going to be uh, focused not only on relating, re recruiting, and retaining, but ultimately uh, focused on on winning championships and, and winning games because, uh, again, I know our fans, our students, our student athletes have all uh, you know, had, some, had some tough years in recent years uh, and uh, respect that and, and we, we uh, appreciate them staying with us, appreciate and understanding the, the challenges that we've had. But I really look forward that uh, while it hurts when you're going through it, all I can do is assess this as objectively, objectively as I can since I got here and I think we're continuing to put the steps in place that you can, can see what uh, winning programs have. We're putting more in that into that, and now we're going to continue to bring it together, and it's going to pay off. But uh, so I know it's taken longer than it should. I, you know, I, I feel the fans' uh, frustration. I understand it, um, but I urge them to continue to understand that the the best truly is yet to come, and understand that uh, you can see the university making the kind of investment, and many donors making the kind of investment that it's going to take to uh, to, do, to achieve that success. So, uh, winning matters, and. Uh, but I'm also fair in understanding you got to give the tools to make it happen, and that's what I think this next coach is going to benefit from greatly. Why don't you think it worked for I think, in, uh, I honestly think in many ways, it's, uh, it's, it's a matter of tough timing in, in, this, in, in this day and age of, of modern college sports. <laughs> a lot of things have changed. Uh, he, there are some things that are completely out of his control, and we've talked about them before. Everyone in this room has written about it before at some point. You've got everything from COVID in your very first year. I know everyone went through COVID, but to, to be your first year that happened, we obviously had to adjust some things from, from the staff before that, that caused some adjustments that, that, that he had to get uh, used to. And, and then when you kind of helped me, he really did a great job of helping identify what are doing more for our players and what did they need that we didn't provide them before. When you talk about increased cost of attendance, better nutrition, different places to live, locker room, all these things he put the players first, which is great. That's what helped us kind of build a better culture and helped us uh, kind of get to this point. Now it's just unfortunate that many of the things he helped open our eyes and help build and help become reality, uh, we just weren't winning, winning at, the, at the same timeline that this is coming. And unfortunately, uh, just came to the point where I didn't think he and I could, uh, uh, you know, it wasn't, uh, we couldn't sustain the, the lack of winning uh, at the same time to continue to keep uh, the, right, uh, the right perspective and, and optimism and hope alive, which, um, 
which we will which, which we will do. So it's just a really a matter of timing and circumstance, in my opinion, for for Jeff. But again, very grateful for the things that he did do because, as I said, that's part of what we needed to do. And then when you look back at the history of USF football, you're going to look at this time frame of Jeff of getting us focused on the student athlete and getting some tools in place that we're going to be able to uh, benefit from for for a long, long time. Michael, do you have a, a kind of a candidate profile in mind? Do you is head coaching experience a prerequisite? It's not a prerequisite. I think having having head coaching experience would be great. Being able to relate and recruit Florida is always important. But again, when I talk about the modern uh, uh, situation of college sports that's changed so much, having the ability to relate to the players, that uh, having the ability to recruit and, and uh, navigate the, the current, whether it's transfer portal, uh, whether it's uh, um, you know, as you know, knowing the importance of uh, of NIL in terms of how our our supporters will get more behind that in the future, all those things are important. But to me, it's uh, the tools are now in place. Now it's really a matter of how do we build the uh, relate to the re relate to the players, uh, recruit and retain them, so we can move forward. But Michael, you mentioned that there's a portal and relating to the players and all that. It was and because the landscape has changed dramatically mm -hmm. since you made the hire of Jeff in 2019. <clears throat> It may not be at the top of your list, but probably near the list to have a coach who has been through this cycle before that has never been seen with the NIL and the transfer portal. Is that, is that that important? Yeah, like I said, open-minded, I don't think you necessarily eliminate any profile. That's why there's not a simple one profile in, in, in mind, but I keep coming back to having the uh, uh, you know the fact that Jeff didn't have head coaching experience before doesn't scare me from not having a, another one. But obviously, obviously, I think those that have, have been in that chair before, that can be a helpful identity. Uh, but yeah, having someone that's really been in the throes of things in the recent years that understands how this has changed. Recruiting, recruiting in and of itself, no matter how long you've been doing it, is, is, is a skill that, you, that, that I expect this person to have and some proven ability on that. But I would also say that uh, that skill and that ability has also changed dramatically in recent years. And because you've got to not only recruit Florida well, and we certainly want an emphasis on the Tampa Bay region, you've also got to be smart and understand there's got to be still contacts that uh, the state of Florida is recruited so hard by everyone <laughs> that you still got to make sure you can identify, you know, some good some good uh, prospects in different states when when necessary. And then you've got to be able to properly evaluate, um, you know, those that do enter the portal and, and and make it happen. But you also want to focus on. Again, creating the environment and finding the right way that your your, your top talent and certainly you know, retain the talent that we we've been fortunate enough to have here. Michael, this will be your second you know uh, hire uh, for a football coach. Mm. First one was uh, it was a nine ten day span between the, the firing and hiring of, of the previous uh, staff. Mm -hmm. Just what did you learn about you know yourself and the hiring process and the wisdom that you might have mm -hmm. you know acquired uh, you know to, to help you in this one. Well, two things I think I learned. Um, you know, I, I feel I did a better. I learned a lot better about communicating with coaches and, and understanding, uh, just being on the same page the, the whole way through to have a more uh, and even more uh, uh, professional and understanding uh, about how how uh, decisions get made. And uh, uh, that's why I think you saw such a uh, uh, while painful transition. Uh, you know, I was glad that Jeff had a chance to speak to the team and be able to uh, to have that kind of a. Uh, change in leadership, if you will. Um, but for this, the big change I mentioned at the outset, uh, uh, Will, is, is that, uh, it, again, I think all of us in my chair and certainly myself personally would have would rather always like to see the season you know, go through its fullest if you can, because you never know what, what might happen. But uh, if you see things 
that aren't ultimately going the right uh, the right way. Like, and I, I would I would have been obviously much more reluctant to do it earlier in the in the year. But now, when you get to a point where you're three weeks out and you kind of see the timing, you're right. Uh, we did the whole last search in about six or seven days. That was really uh, fast, but that was more common then. <laughs> but now that you kind of know the, the the set date of we have a little bit later. Uh, Early signing date being December 21st this year, we have the, the, the transfer portal deadline or entry date that didn't even exist uh, back on December 5th. So having a couple more weeks to be able to identify and uh, uh, you know, find the right person is, is comforting. Michael, you, don't feel, you don't feel rushed in that case. Are you What's that? I'm not going to speak about any candidates. I've talked pretty clearly about what, my, uh, you know, what I think the right bag, candidates are. Michael. Excuse me? Well, I, I've, I've spoken to the profile of what I'm what, what I'm looking for, and I think that that's where I'll stand for right now, Pat. So. Do you think you have to get this right this time to keep this school moving forward? I mean, can you afford to have another disaster? Well, I take exception to the disaster outside of obviously the the, the the record. Obviously, is something none of us are are, are proud of. I think. Um, we know there were a lot of obstacles in the place that kind of made part of that happen. But I, what I also believe is we put a lot of things in place with Jeff that has made uh, the future success that I envision, that I believe in, uh, possible. So, uh, yes, do it, is it something that we have to uh, get right and continue to do better? No question. This is an extremely important hire for the University of South Florida, as was Jeff. But let's not lose sight of this. Uh, we, we will look back on the Jeff Scott era of, of at least some things that we put in place that the next coach is going to be uh, really pleased about. Michael, you mentioned the December 5th transfer portal um, window opening a couple times. But since Jeff was fired, his players have a 30-day window that they can enter the portal they right do. now. What, what, if anything, um, can you all do to, to keep the guys on the roster in the fold? Yeah, well, I, I, we, we were, you know, we're, we're trying to exhibit, uh, obviously, great uh, care, being very transparent about them, uh, about what the process is going to be in terms of timeline. Uh, to me, it uh, makes great sense that uh, no matter what the circumstance that you are, that it makes sense to uh, uh, play well, play together, do the best you can for yourself, for your school, for your family over the next three weeks. And everyone should make the best decision they can with, uh, no one wants to make information, uh, make a decision without all the best information at hand. And I think many of them uh, would be well advised to see who the next coach is, see how that relates to you. And then you can evaluate uh, what's best for uh, other opportunities. But the uh, reality is, uh, you know that, that's why I think that that date's so important. I think everyone, uh, you, know, you know, our coaches that that are, that are that are here, our players that are here, this is an opportunity to show what you can do. And obviously, you always want to uh, be your best to support your yourself, your family, and your university. Okay. We still have three games left to go here on this mm -hmm. on, on this 2022 slate. Um, you know, is, is is there a you know a, a chance that if this staff performs well? In the final three games, that that they get looked at for, um, you know, some sort of you know, retention uh, with this next staff. Yeah, I'm I'm very uh, open-minded to what will happen. I mean, we've we've put I've made the changes I've made in terms of the staff, which I'll get into, and obviously hear from Coach DePrado here soon. Um, but uh, yeah, they they I expect them to uh, they're under contract. I expect them to perform the best of their ability, not only for what they're. Uh, uh, obligated to do, but as we talked about in the in the staff meeting when we were there on Sunday, is like we're in this, they're in this for uh, uh, the kids. How do we best put uh, uh, make their experience as best we can during this tough season? And uh, you know, this is an opportunity for some that are in different roles to uh, uh, display their uh, their opportunity and, and take advantage of the opportunity. So 
again, I don't discount anything right now. I haven't even started the search. <laughs> I'm getting things organized, but I've just answered Matt's question quite directly in terms of what do I think is the right, the right thing that we need here, that, that we need to emphasize that I think is going to, you know, carry us forward to the success in the, in the next couple of years. Uh, that's what I think that it is. Michael, when uh, earlier this season, Jeff spoke a lot about, you know, the need to have continuity and, and go through the rough times after the game on Saturday at Temple, he was much more philosophical. Mm. I think he kind of knew what, what was happening. And I, so when you spoke to him, was it was it pretty pretty evident on both sides, kind of the direction that, that needed to happen? Yeah, but I think because of the good cadence of communication that Coach Scott and I always always had, it was uh, it was still always a very hard conversation, but one that, uh, that wasn't a surprise. And that's where I feel that I improved as an athletic director. Uh, from maybe where I was a couple of years ago in terms of having that type of cadence of communication and, and rhythm. Uh, so we were on the same page. Uh, the expectations were pretty clear. And unfortunately, uh, I, I really thought there would be uh, uh, a different story to tell this week uh, in terms of what, what, what happened and kind of show the, I, I believe in continuity too. I thought I'd see the kind of uh, momentum moving forward, even at different peaks during this the year that we would see enough uh, to uh, warrant going into next year. and, and uh, um, you know, continue on, but unfortunately, uh, some some things recently haven't. It just it just didn't didn't keep going that in that direction. Michael, when the, uh, release, when, when the release went out on Sunday, yes, sir. What's been the initial reaction of just the, the interest level that has come in? Have you been flooded with absolutely absolutely flooded? This is a great job. This is the University of South Florida in Tampa Bay. <laughs> uh, we're America's fastest rising university and America's fastest growing region. We know we haven't had some success in recent times, but when you go back and look at things that have been achieved at different parts of our 26-year history, when you look at the things that we're approving investment in, when you see the kind of support we're getting from the Board of Trustees, from President Law, uh, I think if you take the time to look at that and realize what's kind of now here that some of our previous coaches maybe didn't have or are now still acquiring, uh, I think you see a great commitment and realize that, hey, people are serious about this at USF. Tools are being put in place to uh, have a successful program. So, yeah, it's no surprise to me that it's, uh, it's, it's almost a sacrifice to come in here because it's, it's, uh, the phone's ringing off the hook. But uh, it'll be, again, we can't be, you don't, don't want to operate too quickly. You want to, again, see what's out there, identify it, get to know them, have appropriate and, and deep, uh, deep looks into, uh, you know, backgrounds, get, get deep looks into uh, what's the right, right and best fit of what we can acquire right now. And that's what we're going to do over the next two and a half weeks. You kind of answered what I was going to ask, but just how, how, if at all, does this search and everything that will happen afterwards affect the stadium push and the, I guess kind of the magnitude to get this right with everything else going on? Well, it affects the, uh, the, the great thing is we continue to get great interest uh, in, in the stadium. People know that that's the next step in our evolution, not only as a, as an athletic department and as a football program, but as a university, quite frankly. So, uh, while success on the field is going to help stimulate that even more, I think the commitment that we're seeing from our board and from our uh, from our president just kind of is again emphasizing what I was saying earlier that uh, the, the vision is there, the commitment is there, um, and it's not to say the commitment wasn't there by some before, but it just wasn't the right time and the right priority for the university to move forward with it. And now that it really seems that it is, and that's what's going to uh, and people while we're well, we don't always like to hear the word, word patience. The reality is we were only 25 years old. The university did make key decisions strategically that have made us America's fastest rising university. And uh, now I think we see now that that's happened. There's no reason that they both, it's not mutually exclusive that you can be great in athletics and great, great but sometimes you do have to take time and, and match up the priorities and have the priorities and straight on the academic side. But uh, to have this type of support and focus on, uh, on, on the new stadium and on the facilities we've built, not only for football, 
but uh, when you see the facility, when you can see the master facility plan for all of our sports and you can see that aggressive uh, vision for the future, that's what's exciting. Michael, sometimes when, co when coaches are changed at all levels, it, it always seems like you get the opposite guy. You go from the disciplinarian to the player, you know, a different personality. But when you look at Jeff, uh, the things you described, it seems like he has so many positive qualities that he brought, didn't get it done on the field, but everything else adds to a great picture. So are you looking for that, trying to, trying to find those qualities in a person too, that some of the same ones that Jeff had? Yeah, many of the things I alluded to are things that Jeff did very well. I mean, we've got to find some other uh, ingredients as well that are going to match up with our current personnel and personnel we want to recruit in the future that uh, that will take us forward. So it's uh, there's there's no I don't anticipate any. As I said, I'm not looking for any direct difference from where, where we were or anything else. It's just a matter of it, it, there, there obviously has to uh, there was a change made, and now we're going to find the very best person we can find right now. Last time um, you had this coaching search, you. you not sure yet um, I don't necessarily envision a, a search firm controlling it by any means but I, there, there it always is uh, sometimes there's consultants to help with certain aspects of, of things whether it's background checks or other other things but uh, we're, we're still still working on that I don't again I don't envision uh, I'll still ultimately make the decision obviously I always have the approvals from uh, our board chair and our president but uh, um, to be determined, but uh, I'll be uh, navigating in a similar way, but there's always good information and good things that you can get from, from other consultants. Michael, is it as simple as saying is the talent level is just not conducive to, to winning? It was, it, was the wrong group of guys brought in just not good enough talented to compete or with the coaches? Well, I don't think there's ever any, uh, I, I know people always look for one silver bullet or one person to blame and I, I don't think that's necessarily the case some things weren't working I obviously made some other changes on the on the personnel side as well so it's a combination of, a lot of things and as I said before a lot of it was I look at it from what my responsibility is is obviously uh, to give our all of our programs the tools to succeed and in this case we're talking about football uh, so it's uh, it was my job to improve that we are improving that I think that the, the benefit of that labor will come in the future um, but yeah everyone has to look in the mirror for our recent uh, uh, for our recent record, that starts with uh, me, that starts with uh, coaching, and that starts with, with players. And it talks about what else can we add to help the players continue to get better. So uh, uh, we, uh, but to me, it still all starts in modern day college sports with the student athlete experience. <laughs> How do we make this place the place that people want to come to, stay? And, uh, and I think we're making steps in that direction, and we just have to continue to do that in a, in a very positive way. If I may say, I've been watching afar for 34 years. Mm. You've done a hell of a job. You've <laughs> given us all the tools that we need to get right up to the top. So mm. it's just one or two pieces of puzzle, and I'm sure you're going to figure that out. So thank you. Oh, well, very kind of you to say. we got a lot of work to do. But, uh, but yeah, to me, I came here on a mission. You all know I felt called to be here because of my past. And I'm not going to give up till we get it right. And we're going to keep finding ways to make this a successful uh, program, and I'm confident we will. I know Coach DePrado is going to be coming up here. Uh, obviously, uh, um, I have ultimate uh, respect and confidence in Coach DePrado. He's got great energy. He's uh, part of my decision is because of his leadership skills, his energy, but he also uh, has been, you know, because of the special teams uh, involvement that he has and some on the defense in the past, talked to the greatest number of student athletes on a daily basis besides, besides Coach Scott. And so there's familiarity there. And I also didn't want to get 
Um, the, uh, the offense, in my opinion, for the most part, is performing quite well and to allow Coach Trickett and his staff to kind of stay pretty much intact and focused on what they're doing. And, uh, you know, obviously on the defensive side, uh, having Coach Sims uh, have a chance to, uh, to uh, lead us the last couple of weeks is, uh, uh, was another move that I, that I made. So uh, with that, uh, you know, I have ultimate faith in Coach DePrado, and I know he's uh, eager to talk to you about his first practice. So we'll turn it over to Coach DePrado. <coughs> and waiting stage left, now up to the podium. You're listening to live coverage of the press conference here Appreciate on Bulls Unlimited. Appreciate you guys being here. Uh, I want to start off by saying I, I wouldn't be standing in front of you guys today if it wasn't for Coach Jeff Scott and believing in me and bringing myself and my family here. Um, since I've been here in Tampa, I came in, in 2019. Since I've been here, I've had two beautiful little girls. Uh, Tampa Bay is an amazing and incredible place. Uh, we have an unbelievable university. Um, that Michael touched on all the, the things and the direction that we're heading currently as a university. Um, but I wouldn't be here without Coach Scott and Michael Kelly believing in me and my abilities um, as a coach to come here in 2019. And I can promise you that uh, I, I, can, I can rest my head on the pillow knowing that we, I poured every single thing, every ounce of myself into this program um, and we'll continue to do so um, moving forward for as long as possible. Um, I want to thank Michael Kelly, Chris Pierce, Jay Stroman for giving me the opportunity to lead these young men over the next couple weeks. Um, but it's about these young men. That's the end of it. It, it is about the student-athlete experience and it is about these young people. I got into coaching 20 years ago to help young men and uh, it is about them. So we're going to do everything in our power to give them three weeks of the elite student-athlete experience. And our entire staff is invested in that. Everyone that um, works with our young men are bought into helping them over the next three weeks have the absolute best experience they, they can with the 25% of our season remaining. And when we started this journey um, back in January or technically back in December of last year, working towards the 22 season, we all knew that we had a guaranteed 12 games. And we're, we're all locked into that with the understanding that we're taking it one day at a time and we're going to move forward and have some fun and get these kids ready to play. At that point, I'd like to open it up for any questions that you guys may have. Why do you think the defense has played so poorly all year and, and do you have any ideas or things that you think you can do to correct that over the last three games? I, I think Michael touched on that earlier as far as that um, there's been some changes on the defensive staff. Um, that were made. Um, so there has been some change on defense um, when we're hoping that that can some spark some something different, some change. Obviously, there's been some made, so let's, let's find a way to get those things done. As far as the exact X's and O's and, and schemes and those type of things, I, I'm not going to talk about that. We've got an opponent that we're about to go play, and I'd rather not give them anything to go off of. Um, but obviously, there's some things to correct, and we're working tirelessly. Our defensive staff and, and the people that are in that room are working tirelessly to find ways to put our kids in situations to be successful, and we're going to work very hard at that um, every single day to get that done. Daniel, beginning with this Saturday game and the change, the emotional roller coaster, everything that's happened, the coaching change, your the interim head coach. What has it been like for you to, you know, go through those days and now you're on the practice field, get ready for another game? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say on the way up here. I was pulling out my notes for this uh, for this press conference to to be prepared to speak on those things because I got to be honest. All I've been thinking about is our kids. Um, from from obviously the emotional day on Sunday um, with those young men, um, who myself, 
the majority of the entire staff, not only, not only the on-the-field coaches, but the support staff and the other people in that wing of this building, um, and the majority of our team were, were brought here by, by Coach Scott. And it's, a, it's been a very emotional time. Um, but our focus and my focus has been on those young men and being there for them and helping them through that time. Unfortunately, I've been through this as a player twice, um, and I've been through this as a coach. Um, so I do have experience um, with this, um, which is I, I'd rather not, but, but I do. And um, I'm here to help them and support them. And that's our main focus. And we're going to work with these young men every single day to give them the opportunity to get out on the field. And, and one of our main goals is to have some fun, right? And, and I'll be honest, the best way to spell fun is W-I-N. Um, but we're going to have some fun every single day, every single second. From the moment they walk in that door, I was down there this morning in the locker room before the team meeting, just let's go. Let's, I mean, we've got we've to have fun in what we do. If we're not having fun in what we do, I, I don't care what aspect of life we're in, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, it's not going to be good. Um, we're, we're doing that as a staff, and we're doing that uh, with our young men from the moment we stepped out on that field today, from our meetings, um, to get them to enjoy this time. Based on what you just said, uh, you're facing an SMU team that has put up 77 points <coughs> against Houston last week. How do you slow down a juggernaut like that from their offense? Any ideas? Yeah, yeah the, they, uh, they did put up some points last week. Um, watched the film, seen that. Um, I mean, the best thing I can say is we're working tirelessly to find ways to do that. Um, they've done an excellent job. They've progressed throughout the season. They have a very good ball club. Um, but our focus, our focus is 100% on us. We have, um, we have things that we can get better at, and we're going to focus on those things. And I, I mean, obviously, you've got to watch the film and, and find things that they're doing and, and work through those things. But our focus is on us and our young men getting, getting better at the things we can do on a daily basis, and then obviously as we prepare for them, we'll, we'll have things that we're working on. They were also scoring on 63 points. Should be a lot of opportunities for you guys to score, huh? They both, both of those sides, yeah, there was a lot going on. I think there was some onside kicks during that game too because of all that. So that was a, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it was an FBS record for points and regulation in a game. So we're, we're talking about a record game um, leading up to this. So that, that was the hand I was dealt, and we're going to go get it. So we're fired up about it, and we're ready to roll. With, with, with Ernie, I mean, it, it's kind of wild to think about that just four or five years ago, he was the director of play personnel on Lane Kiffin's staff at FAU. I mean, just to, to now him, you know, being prepared to, to be the defensive coordinator of this team for the last few weeks, just what can you say about his rapid ascent up the coaching ranks? Yeah, I've, I've been with Ernie the last three years, excuse me, Coach Sims the last three years, and how he prepares, how he tackles life on a daily basis is an inspiration to everybody around him. Um, he is an absolute professional. He is a phenomenal father, husband, man, mentor of these young men. And I believe that's why you've seen that trajectory um, through his career. Let's not uh, fail to mention that he was the, I think he was the number nine draft pick after three years at FSU. Uh, and had a, an incredible NFL, co NFL career as a player. So he's, he understands what it takes to be a professional at the absolute highest level. And I have the utmost confidence in him and, and, and our staff to continue um, on that path. Daniel, last season, and you had a hand in this too, you changed the defense and you played very well at UCF. Very productive defense and now another change. And I, you can't overhaul the defense, but can you change some things to really uh, put on a different track in one week? You know, uh, progress-wise? Yeah, without getting into 
specifics that would help our opponent, um, yeah, I mean, sure you can. Um, there's things that you can do. Um, and we've got to find the things. But can you overhaul it completely? My answer would be no. Um, but we've got to find the things that find what they are that we've done well, utilize those, and then um, find some wrinkles to, to try and keep a, uh, a record-setting uh, game last week. Uh, I wouldn't say on their heels, on their toe, just, just keep them um, on their heels a little bit so that they're not just coming downhill all the time. Obviously, uh, this year has been frustrating, and years in the past, I mean, teams are looking for progress. I mean, players are looking for progress. What do you, what's the message you send to your team? I mean, how do you get this team, you know, fired up to, to play the three remaining games with, with not knowing what the future is going to be next year for them? Yeah, I would say, well, Michael touched on a little bit earlier, I think it's a very unique, special team is a very unique role. Um, obviously, the head coach touches the entire team, and then the next two people I think that touch it the most are the strength coach, and, and the special teams coordinator. Because when we go to a meeting, it's the entire, the, the head coach would address the entire team, and then I would step right up and address the entire team, um, which is one of the neat things about special teams. I, I played quarterback. I didn't, I, didn't play, I didn't play a lick of special teams. Um, but when I got into special teams, it gave me the opportunity to touch uh, and coach more young men. All of a sudden, I got to coach the backup wideout, running back, receiver, tight end, linebacker, DB. And all of a sudden, I was able to help mentor more young men. And um, I told them, 100%, uh, it's about them. I love you. I care for you. I understand what you're going through because I've been there, and I'm here to help. And I told them I'm not going to be any different. And that's the exact same reason I was down in the locker room today, getting them going before we got up to the meeting. I'm not going to change. I'm going to be the exact same that I've been since the day they got here, and I'm going to do my absolute best to give them the best experience possible. Yeah, um, I think that's important to be able to gauge that. And moving forward, I'm going to have to do that. But I, I will say this, and I think for all of you that have been in here over the last three years, our kids show up. Our kids show up. And I have zero reservations about our kids' fight, drive, and resilience through adversity. And they've been through it. They've been through it. And uh, it, obviously a very emotional, I'm not sure on the time, 36, 48 hours. Um, but our kids, our kids showed up this morning. We had some great meetings. Our kids showed up at practice, a couple minor changes to try and get them going a little bit. And uh, our kids showed up and worked their tails off today. Um, are there things that will continue to get better? Yeah, absolutely. It's Tuesday. Um, but our kids are very resilient. I'm very proud of, of the resiliency they showed today and the drive they showed to get better today. What message are you sending and telling recruits at this point with so much uncertainty? Yeah, I can't comment on specific recruits. Um, yeah, we all, every single one of our um, coaches have reached out to, to our committed recruits and um, spoke to each and every one of them. And I got on the phone, um, played phone tag with just a couple of them, but I've spoke with the majority of them as well, and, and just told them to be patient uh, and express to them how I feel about this great university and, and Tampa, the Tampa Bay area and everything we have going on as an athletic department, as a program. I, with the bottom of my heart, truly believe that we're moving in the right direction as a program. And we've obviously got to do a better job in the, in the win column. But um, just assured them to, to take their time we're here for them. We'll give them every piece of information and to just be patient um, as, as the process takes its course and we'll be there to communicate along the way. Daniel, you have many players that were here for the entire entirety of Jeff Scott's era and, or were recruited by him in the last year or two and they didn't get it done. So what's, what's the temperature of the team? Are they, are they mad? Are they angry? Are they disappointed? What's, 
I will say this, yeah, it, they, there was a whole bunch of kids that were brought in. The majority of the people up there were brought in by Coach Scott. And Sunday was a very emotional day um, for all those young men who uh, were, were brought here and trusted in, in someone, in the staff, in this great university. And it was an emotional day. Um, but I guess the, the, the best thing I would say is that they're, they're a resilient group that knows that we still have 25% of our season and that are pushing towards that. They have an opportunity. They have an opportunity to go out. They already had an opportunity to go out to practice today, and they have an opportunity to go out on Saturday to showcase their talents and abilities that they've been working so hard for over, throughout the course of a year, there's 353 days that they have to prepare for 12 opportunities. We have an opportunity Saturday. And those kids have worked their tails off to get to this point, and they're going to continue to work to prepare for Saturday's opportunity. Saturday will be your just your second home game in 63 days, and I'm sure as you look over to you know, the Atlantic and what's going on over there has kind of freaked you out a little bit. But just, you know, how good is it going to be to, you know, have a home game that isn't hopefully not postponed by a hurricane or moved by a hurricane? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm going to worry about what I can control. And if they tell me there's a game uh, wherever it is at whatever time, we're going to be there, we're going to be ready, and we're going to go out and warm up, and we're going to put the ball down. They're either going to kick it off or we're either going to kick it off or we're going to return, uh, go out for kickoff return. And... Uh, we're just focused internally on us. If there's something that we have to adjust to, I'll figure it out. I've got great support with, um, with everybody in the building to be able to help me with those things. Um, but we're, we're, we're preparing as a staff and preparing these young men for whatever comes our way, and we'll be ready. Daniel, when you played, uh, do I understand it right, you, you're, you had a head coach that was twice replaced, and, and you were on a staff that the same thing happened? Is that, is that right? I have been, yes. So obviously you understand the resilience, and probably all coaches – this business, you, that's just part of it, right? Just knowing how to move forward, is that kind of the sense that, yeah, this business this has been an emotional and tough to deal with, but it's Tuesday and you practice. That's just what you guys do? Yeah, it, do, it doesn't make it any easier. Let me say that. It's, it's hard. Um, the coaches Sunday, um, I, we sent, I sent all the coaches home right after we got done because they got to go home to their families, and it's difficult. And there's a whole bunch of families that have moved here, and there's, the coaches got to go look, little kids in the eyes and it's hard and they got to go to school and it's very, very difficult. Um, but as coaches, uh, Mr. Kelly touched on it, we, we've got a job to do. And it's not about us, it's about these young men. And it's about us giving them everything we have for their experience that we signed up for. And all of us sat in there in a team meeting um, at the beginning of the year and we signed up for that, um, for these opportunities. And um, our coaching staff has done an incredible job with that and, and so have our young men. So I'm very, um, thankful and proud for them to show up ready to work and to, to get these young men going and have a good experience for them as we finish. Coach, it's not the most ideal situation coming into a 1-8 team with a backup quarterback, a few injuries on the defense, and you got three conference matchups coming up. What are your expectations for the team for the remainder of the season? Um, we're going to learn from the past. We're going to live right now as we plan for the future. And uh, my expectations are that we're going to show up to work one day at a time, and we're going to have a great attitude and effort because we control that. <laughs> And we control how we respond. We don't, con we don't control adverse situations, but we control how we respond to them. That's a choice. And that's something that as we mentor young people, we've got to teach them in life. There's a lot of things that go on in this world. Um, and there's a lot of adversity that hits us in the face that we're not always in control of. But we are in control of how we respond to it. And that's something that we'll work through all the time. And uh, we're going to have a phenomenal attitude and effort from the moment we wake up. And we're going to go throughout our day. And, and I, I talk to these guys all the time. Man, I, and I truly believe it from the bottom of my heart. It is always a great day to be a USF Bull. 
and I'm fortunate to be here um, under this great leadership and working with this young man, and I'm excited for that. I think Michael touched on that earlier. Um, we're, we're talking about three games. I'm I'm working on today. I'm going to get out of this meeting or get out of this, and I'm going to go work on the next thing, getting ready for the next practice. Um, taking it one day at a time. Um, I've I've said it multiple times. I love it here. I think it's an incredible place. Um, but I, I'm working for these young men, and I'm going to give them everything I have, and uh, whatever happens from there uh, happens from there. And I do love it here, and it's a great place. I'm going to work my tail off. Uh, to give them the best experience over these next three weeks, and that, that, that stuff will take care of itself down the road. In the last 36 hours, I've uh, been spinning a little bit to try and get everything prepared, but I'm enjoying leading these young men, I think would be the best way to put it. And if, uh, if I understand it right, you're the son of a coach mm -hmm. uh, who at some point probably told, told you not to coach, do something else, and you, you didn't listen, so here you are. So is it, is it just in your blood? To, to do this and, and bring that energy. I mean, this is this is this is your life. This is what you love, right? Being Absolutely. Teams and yeah. Leading teams. Yeah, I think you said it best. I mean, I, I was told not to get into it, and here I am. Um, I, I grew up leaving school and getting uh, dropped off at practices um, with my dad every day, and going to going to football games. He was coached high school and junior college in California, and uh, I've got to make sure that um, just timing wise, he, he and my mom are coming in to see their grandkids and I got to make sure somebody goes and picks them up. So I don't forget that. That's probably something I need to put on the calendar, but they're going to be here this week and uh, I'm excited for them to be around their grandkids and get to come to the game. But I, I, I can't say it enough. I got into this to help young people and I got to see that firsthand with my dad helping young people um, throughout their life. And those are those are the things that um, that I look at in coaching that are enjoyable is when those young men call you and say thank you. And uh, I appreciate you, and I love you, and and we'll continue to, to to love up on these kids during a very difficult time. But I'm very uh, I I don't think I work a day in my life. I get to help mentor young people, and football is the vehicle that allows me to do that.